What's up, everybody? Welcome to issue number 205 of the Bad Cody Funky Podcast. Ow! On today's episode, we are joined by this fabulous cast, including oh, a booster, Greg. You would think that after a couple weeks, I would have an intro bit, but I still don't have an intro bit. We'll get one at some <laughs> your point. Your non-intro bit is your intro bit. We'll get one, I swear, at some point. <laughs> you get it. We have uh, Dave the Bearded Menace. I can't cast that here. And we have TV's Casey. Suka, suka, suka. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. That means sugar in Spanish. Yeah. We are the Bad Cutie Funky Podcast. Welcome, everybody, each and every week here on Twitch.tv and on Spotify, on iHeartRadio, on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and everywhere you can listen to a podcast. Thank you, everybody, who's been listening on all those platforms and everywhere you can listen to a podcast. Tuning in live to our streams here on Twitch.tv, so it's Bad Cutie Funky. Tuning into Booster Greg streams. Hey. Yeah, as he's been entertaining us with his lovely banter and wit. And his uh, shenanigans, great, over cool. on his channel. Always make sure to tune into that. Yeah. 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 And uh, Greg, what's that other podcast you were on? Oh, yeah. So um, we have another podcast. If you like these antics and you want more, but, you know. Bonus you know, antics, you, you say. You're, you're just like, you know what, Greg? Like, the live stuff is great. But, you know, like, maybe we just one-on-one with someone. Maybe with what you really like, DC Comics and the animated movies that they're based off of. And I go, well, you know what? First of all. The comics are not based off of movies, so that's wrong. Second of all, I do have a podcast for you. It's called Adapt This, a DC animated... animated. Ah, I fucked it up. I haven't fucked it up in like two months, and I fucked it up now. It's called Adapt This, a DC animated universe podcast. Uh, And it's part of the Geek Generation Network. So we've had on Casey a couple times. We've had on Doc Chris a couple times. Uh, It's great. We we go through the comic. We go uh, through the movie. Talk about what we liked, what we didn't like. Uh, And now we have a special new flavor, a special new format. So definitely tune in to that. Uh, That is on a biweekly-ish. Ish is the key on their schedule. Uh, <laughs> but definitely, definitely, definitely tune into that and all the other wonderful podcasts on the Geek Generation Network. Yeah, and Casey, you were on another podcast too as well. Yeah, I recently guest starred on The Blazing Defender Report. Yeah. Presents yeah. The Mandalorian Monologues, a new series uh, hosted by Travis Jones and my good friend Dennis Robinson. Uh, on twitch.tv slash blazing defender uh, doesn't have a set schedule quite yet because it's still fledgling but we did a pilot about the first two episodes of the mandalorian last night um, so you could check it out over where he's at also on twitch which is very nice yeah it's good stuff yeah all right now that we got uh, all the business out of the way gentlemen today we're talking about some entertainment news some things have been happening in our geek world and first up we have an interesting uh trailer from a well-known developer called valve so uh they're coming out with a vr game called half-life alex now it's not half-life 3 mm-hmm. much to everybody's chagrin mm-hmm. because a new half-life game was announced but it's not half-life 3 so uh half-life alex is a prequel to uh to half Half-Life 2. It takes place between Half-Life 1 Half-Life 2. Uh, we join the Resistance fighter Alex as she's uh, uh, tr- trying to take down and resist the, the forces that be that are trying to oppress the people they get down uh, along with uh, Mr. Gordon Freeman there. But uh, the, the game has um, it's a two-minute trailer that they're showcasing some puzzles, showcasing some dialogue, 
um, showcasing some action, and it's all going to be in virtual reality. I think Steam has uh, their own VR, yeah, so Steam it might VR. be. Yeah, I think it might be exclusive, maybe to Steam, or maybe that Steam VR. Don't know. I, th- I think it's going to be exclusive to Steam, but I wouldn't think that it would be exclusive to that headset because you can plug in a Rift and Steam still recognizes it, and it actually automatically yeah. downloads Steam VR, the app, or the I guess the add-on for Steam for you. Mm-hmm. So that'd be kind of weird if they just kept it. I mean, that would like really really limit who they could sell that game to yeah and it'd be kind of odd if they somehow put some kind of limiter like up oh, you don't have the right. steam headset you know what i mean right, <laughs> like that'd yeah. be so underhanded but uh what'd you guys think i mean like this this came out of nowhere nobody really asked for vr a game a lot of the population of the gaming uh community don't have vr headsets right. and i mean what, what what a bold way to go it does look interesting though what do you guys think i think it looks amazing uh, i think it looks really cool like like for me, it's it's very easy to please me for game uh, shooting game mechanics in a shooting game because literally all I really need to do is I want to like manually reload the gun myself. I want to yeah. be able to throw it from hand to hand really quickly. Yep. Uh, what's interesting about this game that they showed in the gameplay is you can do something with one hand and still shoot with the other. Which, which I I mean I haven't played a lot of VR. My VR headset is packed away again for like the twelfth time since I've gotten <laughs> it. Um, but the ones that I have played has always been just straight shooting, and there hasn't been any other actions to do yeah real straight mm. shooter there greg hey um so i i mean depending on the price i might just i might snag it up we'll see It'd be a lot of fun yeah, to stream for sure and, and it looks clean and nice too like it's definitely like me yeah. now it looks like this hasn't yeah. been you know like a leftover project for from back in the day or something like that to yeah. the potential of vr because because vr has been around for for a long time but it looks like it's 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 made for a now audience and it's really cool especially the, the part where where alex is like searching through shells for 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 a bullet or for a round, she puts it into her gun and then like shoots. It looks like they're really going for the VR experience here. It looks nuts. Oh yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So it, I mean, it looks like it'll be a good like story game too. Because like, I mean, I, I, we we all enjoyed Half Life back in the day. Oh for sure. You know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I was just gonna say a new Half Life game. What year is it? Right. <laughs> <What's happening? laughs> yeah, and apparently this comes out in March uh, twenty twenty. Yeah. No shit. Yeah, I don't yeah. surprised to see the see real soon. Yeah, yeah. surprised to see the G Man at the end there, looking yeah. all like new with his new character model. I was like, what? When did, when did Half Life Two Episode Two come out? Two thousand seven, two thousand eight. I want to say two thousand. Yeah, like two thousand seven, two thousand eight. Oh for my sure. god! Uh, hold on, I can look. This First thing in over a decade, and they make it a prequel. Like two thousand seven. 2007 yeah not a bad guess yeah. way to go 17 year old hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah but uh that that should be interesting i mean all people are looking forward to it who do have vr uh headsets yeah, such as sure. myself so uh, it'd be something something fun to play yeah you know i just i just hope it doesn't have that that same kind of engine because it kind of made me queasy back in the day to Dude, play half-life half-life 2 and halo 2 are the some of the only games to get me motion sickness i don't know what it is about them but, yeah. Oh, and uh, the new Wolfenstein, but I figured mm. out how to fix that. And also another detail, uh, this game will feature a level building tool allowing players to construct their own environments and share them. Oh, them. my That's God. Cool. Like, <laughs> what? That's going to be nuts. People are going to build all kinds of stuff. So you got your Mario Maker. Gary's VR. mod is back. Yes. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Oh, man, yes. that's going to be interesting. They, Speaking um, of things... Well, oh, sorry, real quick on that, too. They, yeah. they feature a prominent... Well, not prominent voice actor, but a prominent actor. And it's one of those things where if you if you aren't paying attention, you might miss it. Reese Darby is going to be playing the mad scientist. Now, if you go on Reese Darby's IMDb page, it is not on there. However, if you go over to his Twitter page, his official Twitter, uh, he did retweet the trailer and said, yes, yes. And uh, what was, what's he known for? So he was on, uh, you know, I mean, uh, Flight, Flight of the, the Concords. Concords. Flight of the Concords. Yeah, I'm telling yes, people man. who don't know. Oh. Well, the, the, what do you mean you don't know who Reese Darby is? 
You know Taika Waititi is, don't there you? There are people who don't you know, know who, you know who they are. You know who Flight of the Conchords are, don't you? Get out of here if you don't. If you don't, <laughs> we'll wait. We'll wait. There's a no. we'll wait. No. I'm just, no, no. Come back. Come back. Come back. Come back. You're fine. Yeah, yeah, You're fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah. He's, um, he's a New Zealand um, uh, comedian, comedic actor. So I don't even know what you call people from New Zealand. New Zealanders. New Zealanders. New Zealanders. But like yeah. if you say like he's a, he's a New Zealander actor, that sounds weird. I feel he's weird. a Kiwi. I feel yeah. like that's not appropriate. I feel like it is. Yeah, I kiwis. shouldn't be calling him that. Honestly, they're kiwis. You, you may also remember him as the head werewolf in What We Do in the Shadows. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. That he's, yeah. he's really funny, dude. <laughs> uh, if you go back watch, if you know the Father of the Conquerors and you watch that trailer, it's hundred percent of its voice. It's great. I can't wait. Oh man! So yeah. speaking of things people uh, can't wait for, but wait, what? Or, Rewind. Or can they're making, or can they? Uh, news out of Hollywood that nobody really asked for, but they're doing it anyway. Uh, there's a project being developed for a direct sequel to the 1987 RoboCop movie. Uh, okay, Part man, part uh, machine. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so, so according, to, according to the Hollywood Reporter, the project is being developed as a direct follow up to the movie, the 1987 movie, and you have the original writers who are on board for it as well. Um, <laughs> and uh, uh, yeah, that's pretty much. Do, do, do you guys remember when we lived in a time where they wouldn't let Batman be in another show because there was already a Batman movie and pe- they thought people would just get confused? The bad embargo, mm-hmm. you say? And now we live in a time where they're just like, ooh, wait, oh, that that reboot, that all female reboot flopped. Ooh, let's 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 just forget that. Let's leave that under the rug. Oh, oh, wait, that that RoboCop reboot didn't do quite what we thought it would. Never mind, it didn't happen. Look over here. <laughs> Look what we Never got. mind, not real. JK, not really, but kind of, sort of. Hmm. I don't know. So it's a direct sequel to the first one. So the second one and third one don't matter. Well, the third Correct. one. Correct. To be fair, the third one never mattered. The second one is cool though. Yeah. Yeah, but you know what? You know the crazy thing about all three of them? They all had the same fucking writer. So I don't have too much of mm. a high hopes for this one if the original writers got brought back into it. Granted, I think for the second one, Frank Miller had something to do with it. Something like that. I think. Don't cur- he, quote me on he it. He wrote half of it and then it got heavily rewritten. And then he wrote the comic book version of the film that was okay. his original plan, which is way more metal. Um, but like what made one and two great were Urban Kirshner and oh, what was the Paul name Verhoeven to the first one. Thank you. Paul Verhoeven. Yeah. That's what made those two great. The third one, you could say the director kind of fucked it, but they still had seen the same writers. Also, so, Peter Weller isn't in the third one. It's just some other. He's guy. not. I forget the name of the actor, but he plays every other like act. So how bad does doing? your script have to be where the star of it? It's just like, <laughs> nah. Well, the actor they got is like he played. So Bloodsport had a sequel. Um, what else had a sequel? Fucking like Kickbox had a sequel. And this actor played Jean-Claude Van Damme's like, like other guys pretty much. He's like somehow the stand in for the actors who don't want to be it. Yeah. And he's the guy. Yeah. Damn. He was in every like straight to video sequel in the 90s. Pretty much. <laughs> But yeah, Dave. He was actually making this too. Does, does this get your, your t- the tapioca rising in your gullet to go out and uh, see this thing as soon as you're no, you know? not at all. You what know what? What if why? it's good? What if it's good? I don't, dude. It's just you know, it's we're in the age of a snap. We're we're still in the age of nostalgia, which is fine. Mm-hmm. But I hate the fact they're making direct sequels to movies from like back in the day. You know, it's not necessary. Too much time. Has These passed. movies already have sequels. Damn it. <laughs> yeah, they don't need new. We don't need a new Terminator Two. We don't need a new Aliens, a new Predator Two. But it's true though. It's true. That's it's like that's what they're doing. They're yeah. no longer making like. Uh, I would rather see another reboot 
than yeah. see them try to do a direct sequel from the first Not one. Not after the last one, which is, all right, it's RoboCop, but he has a human hand and paint it black. For no and reason. paint it black, I guess. And I'm just like, yeah, no. Yeah. They, 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 I think they, they actually said they did the black thing just to make him look cooler. Like, yeah. And I was like, that's really dumb. Hey, yeah. here's, yeah, that's really dumb. Do you know dumb. what like, 90% of the charm of the first RoboCop movie is? He already looks really fucking cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, but then you got guys like, uh, you know, like Michael Bay, who was like, you know what? You don't want to appeal to, to kids more with Optimus Prime if you had flames on him. Yeah. Literally said that. If he had that. flames, he and had mo- flames most of him, him was like a gunmetal gray and like the colored parts were a lot smaller. Yeah, you know, because you know, he, he's a giant talking space alien robot who wants to be your buddy. That's not cool enough. Let's put flames on him. Then kids will really dig it. Yep. So when they look at RoboCop, let's paint him black because that'll make it really cool. <laughs> like, but but I wonder what, what the what the inside baseball is on, on this thing. It's like, hmm, you know, it'd be great if we brought back RoboCop. Oh, yeah, people love RoboCop back in the day. Let's make yeah, RoboCop, RoboCop. All right, Greenlight, let's do it. Same rider, same rider. I don't, let's go. I don't know why like more of this stuff isn't in jeopardy. I read a news headline the other day that like planned you know, alien and predator reboots in the vein of something like Terminator Dark Fate were like planned and now they're like backpedaling because it's like, oh shit, Terminator Dark Fate was a halfway decent movie but super failed at the box office. Like, are we really going to roll the dice on this? And it's like, you know what? If they're going to do something with, if they're going to do something with like, and and people would see it just because it'd be so fucking stupid. If they're going to do something with like RoboCop and Terminator, just give us the game that we wanted. Just give them like RoboCop versus Terminator. Yeah. People will go fucking yeah, see it. Yeah, dude. People will go see it just because of how stupid it is, but how much we've been wanting to see something like that on the screen. Imagine if ter- been- ter- that's like that's just the post credits to Terminator Dark Fate where they're like, maybe we can stop uh, Legion from happening in the present. And then they like look at the plans and it's like, well, RoboCop. who's Alex Murphy? And what does this plan have to do with anything? And I'm like, ah. it's like but the Avengers initiative, yeah. but like oh, with RoboCop. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? It's true. Like, like, like freaking like with Freddy versus Jason, like back in the day, like they hit lightning in a bottle because that sounds so stupid. But everyone's like, you know what? I'm going to go see it because I've always wanted to see Freddy and Jason duke it out on the screen. Yep. Yeah. yeah. That sh- and people did go that see that. Sh- movie. Yeah. That sh- people saw that sh- it like, that fuck. sure was a movie, though. <laughs> I enjoyed it. It was pretty good for like what it could have been considering after like Jason takes Manhattan and like all the other like. Shitty for like Nightmare on Elm Street movies. X. Jason X. Oh, Let's God, not get into Jason X. Oh man. But, but, um, but, yeah, but yeah, like, uh, like for Freddie for Jason, made made 114 mil uh, US. Oh yeah, I believe it. I worked in the movie theaters, and like I feel like that got way more people in in seats than it should have. Because again, it's this cheese factor. People want to yeah. see it. Yeah, and it'll yeah. be the same thing as they did Robocop vs Terminator. People would people in our generation would go see that shit. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Sure. Uh, Speaking of things that people didn't want to see. <laughs> oh man, this is a this is an interesting topic. I, I don't want to bring it up, but uh, but there are certain things in here. All right, so um, Elizabeth Banks, who you guys know as Rita, her most infamous role, Rita Repulsa in the Power Rangers movie, but no, everybody knows. And the world's Rangers. oldest twenty year old. I, I, I feel yeah. yeah, I feel like everyone knows who Elizabeth Banks is. <laughs> like, made famous from here. Made famous from being made Elizabeth famous from Banks. Rita Repulsa from Power Rangers. Her most infamous role, being an immortal so, goddess who walks the earth among us, and we should all mm-hmm. be grateful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so Elizabeth Banks uh, wrote, directed, and produced the new Charlie's Angels movie, oh. so, so starring Kristen Stewart and two who omegalols um but the thing about it is uh there's some recent controversy that happened because apparently she said some spicy stuff that involved the marvel universe and apparently uh for some context she said it a week before her movie came out 
And uh, she was just basically saying that, and I'll, I'll, I'll read what she wrote. Her, the basic summation is that if her movie does bad, it's because men don't want to go to the movies and see women kick ass and see another female lead role because they're tired of that shit, yada, yada, yada. But uh, here's, here's what she said. She, she talked to IndieWire, The Hollywood Reporter, stuff like that. She, she said, look, people have to buy tickets for this movie, too. This movie has to make money. Uh, if this movie doesn't make money, it reinforces a stereotype in Hollywood that men don't go see women do action movies. Which, where have I heard this before? Yep. And to continue her hmm. statement, and let's turn this up, they'll go see a comic book movie with Wonder Woman and, and Captain Marvel because that's a male genre. So even though those are movies about women, they put them in the context of feeding their larger comic book world. So it's all about, yes, you're watching a Wonder Woman movie, but we're setting, uh, we're setting up the three other characters for the Justice League. Uh, by the way, I'm happy for those characters to have box off for success, but we need more women voices supported with money because that's power. The power is in the money. So she goes on to say, you've had 37 Spider-Man movies and you're not complaining. I think women are allowed to have one or two action franchises every, every 17 years. I feel totally fine. With um, that. actually we've had they eight do. Spider-Man movies and three of them were not very good. Now, her, her take is really spicy because she mentions Captain Marvel and Wonder Woman talking about these, this still fits right. the male genre and people are going to go see that because it, it fits into our world or something like that. Um, even though her movie, Charlie's Angels, the new one, cost $48 million to make. That was the budget. And it only made $8 million at the box office. That is a flop. What's this, what's and, this? and 31 worldwide currently. Yeah, so, I mean, if, if you're blaming it on men, women have money, too, so they also didn't come out. No one came, went to see your movie because it looked like it was a bad movie, judging a, by the trailer. Yeah, it looks like a garbage movie. Yeah, but 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 you bring up well, Wonder Woman and Captain America, like like uh, Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel did four hundred twenty-six million U.S. Yeah. and it made over a billion worldwide. One billion right? dollars. Yeah. Right. It, it it had eight screenwriters. Only one of them was a dude, right. and it was directed by by a woman and and a dude by 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 by, uh, by Anna Cobb. And Ryan, uh, I forget what's his name. And then you got Wonder Woman. Okay, Patty Jenkins at the helm. Yep. That made buku bucks. Mm -hmm. I mean, Wonder Woman did eight hundred and twenty-one million worldwide. So what are you talking about? Like, it, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Also, I, I, people didn't go see Wonder Woman for it to tie into the greater DC universe. That movie still. They went to go see it because of Wonder yeah, Woman. Right. That movie stands yeah, right. on its own. Like, there's yeah, nothing. Yeah. There's no cameos or whatever in that movie. Yeah. Actually, yeah, but, 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 but according to her, people only went to see that because it was tying into the upcoming Justice League. But like, which... she she said something along the lines. Maybe I misheard it, but she's like, "Oh, you only saw Captain Marvel and Wonder Woman, uh, be because that's a male filled genre." What <laughs> are <laughs> so like? If if I'm thinking, if I'm just taking a step back here, and I'm yeah. looking at Charlie's Angels. And I'm thinking, like, what genre of movie would I classify that? Helicopters, fighting, gunfights, quips, galore. Hmm. Titties! There's a lot of... A lot of, <laughs> a lot of no, I mean... Done boy! I didn't even say oh, that. No, hold on. Like, that's a joke. But, I mean, realistically... The, no, he's the original, real. he, He's going to say this before Ellen does the, that. <laughs> yeah, thing, 100%. So. Yeah. <laughs> She's going to watch what he said. She's like, shit, shit. The original show is designed as a TNA show. Yes. It is. 100%. Like, you can't dance around that. Like, that's what right. it was. You know, that's the original right. vision. But the goddamn of, of movie's an action guys. movie. Action movies are typically geared towards men. Yeah. So how are you going to say this about these two movies that brought in a whole bunch of money and have had a actual lasting effect on the genre? And you have this little blip of a movie pop up that the only thing people are talking about about this movie is, you know, Kristen Stewart is back. 
because she's like revamped her whole image to just be like uh, from uh, like a little sniveling like oh Edward to like a I don't give a fuck about you I'm a lesbian <laughs> and I love women dude hundred percent hundred percent yeah but I mean it, it's it's incredible like uh, I've, I've been talking to a lot of like uh, female friends about this and like yeah. I and like I showed some of them who aren't part of the movies like guys who don't go to see movies I showed them the trailer to be like hey all right watch this trailer like tell me what you think yada yada and like nobody was really jazzed about it well one of them was just like yeah maybe maybe I'll, I'll go see it matinee sounds good like, yeah. it could be good it has got Kristen Stewart because of this person I'm talking to she loved Twilight so she was like oh Kristen Stewart yeah I'll, I'll go see it matinee uh, you know whatever looks looks all right yeah uh, but nobody that I talked to um, that was female was really like oh man I'm gonna go put my room. Yeah, I'm gonna go in there. I'm gonna get my popcorn. I'm gonna, blah, blah, blah. I'm gonna pay full price. Let's go! Like nobody was like that. This movie looks mediocre. All right, the the old school, the OG Charlie's Angels. Oh, I shouldn't say OG in our generation back in 2008. The, the, the like second G. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Charlie's they, uh, you know, they, they had three. Uh, 2000. They had three actresses who were at their prime. Okay, yes. they were huge in Hollywood. You had Cameron Diaz. Yep. Right, you had the amazing, delicious Lucy Liu. Mm. Uh, all right, and then you had the third one, Drew Barrymore. Uh, yeah, her. Tom Green, <laughs> America's sweetheart, Drew Barrymore to you, sir. Yeah, and and the movie was so it was like they on purpose they overly cheesed it. The, the mm. action was over the top. It was nuts. Mm. But it, this was before a time where everybody was you know go work or go broke. Right, and it it was incredible. It was nuts, and all three were in their oh, prime. Also, Bill Murray. And also Bill Murray, yeah, all these, right? all these huge people. Yep. So, so, so my thing to Elizabeth Banks, if you stocked your movie up with like three main actresses who were in their prop, let's say you had Charlie's Angels with Taylor Swift, Ariana Grande, and uh, I don't know, third person. I don't know. Other female artist. As Casey Vanessa will Hudgens you, or I am so, old. something like that. I don't know any you know, of these whoever. things. Whoever. Yeah, where was like, where I'm like, oh, uh, Z- 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 Zendaya. Let's say you had Zendaya, Taylor Swift, and say, Ariana Grande. Black. <laughs> or yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> if you had if you had those three and you and you sold it for that movie, people would go for right. that star power alone. But here you got Kristen Stewart, the other like Naomi Scott, and who WHO Omega Lola. I don't know who that person is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and she's blaming this whole thing on like, well, if my movie flops, because men don't want to go see women kick ass and be action, no. which is not true. Awesome. You sold us a mediocre trailer. Nobody wanted to go see it. It made eight million, and that and that's I it. I just love it's, how she's going right for the Ghostbusters, Lady Ghostbusters argument. If you don't yeah. like this, yeah, you're a sexist. No, that's exactly because that yeah. worked so well for them. <laughs> and she said it before the movie came out, yeah. which is weird. Well, Why would you say that about your movie? There's a lot of hype about this movie. There's a lot of fucking hype about this movie. Like my Facebook really? ad was just nothing but this shit. Like nothing but Kristen Stewart telling me how she feels like she's a tiger. That was my yeah. like it was all my Facebook. And like, oh yeah, they did some marketing. There was movie. some crazy marketing going on, and they built she was on Hot Wings, Hot Ones, yeah, Hot Ones eating Hot Wings, Hot Ones eating Hot Wings. there was yeah, there there was absolutely a lot, and uh, I think they were really banking on Kristen Stewart's star power, which like you can't, it's not there. It, I mean, it's it's <laughs> it's a very niche market now, and that niche market is not rushing out to go see the movies. Obviously. Yeah, because they're all like yeah. at this point Obviously. they're all like soccer moms and shit. Like, no, so no, no, can't no, no, no. It was actually uh, on my Twitter feed. It was actually a lot of the um, the female streamers that I follow on Twitter. It was a lot. Really, of yeah, it was she's a, a lot of them because she she's this resurgence that she has is is becoming very powerful. Like cause she's it again, is yeah. she's like revamped her image from being like someone who's pining over a man to someone who's just like shooting men in the dick essentially. <laughs> so like that's just like. And it, it, you know, it's, it's. I think it's a, a good way to go about it. It's a, definitely a revamp, but like, cool, right on. That's what you want to do. Go for it, hundred mm. percent. And a lot of people are just like, oh, like I got, a, I got a girl crush on Kristen Stewart again, or you know, I didn't have one now, but now I absolutely do. So you have that demographic going for it, but that demographic isn't 
putting their butts in the seats. Or if they are, maybe it's a smaller demographic than I thought. Yeah, you know, because she she has been been trending, like you said, because yeah. of her revamp, and a lot yeah. of a lot of like women have have, have you know have come behind her, just exact same reasons you said. Yeah. But it's just like, yeah, I don't think that many went out to go see this no. movie because if you watch the trailer, it looks it looks all right. I mean, it's nothing it's nothing to write home about. It's something to like you want to play a full full price for. It looks like an okay movie. It, it could, but the other thing that the other thing that like kind of like shoots it down also, especially when you look at the trailer, is okay. Fine. She's saying, like, guys are not going to want to see us, whatever. But there's a, literally a scene where they're fucking accessorizing in the trailer. Yeah. But that's the you thing, know? though. Is, is like, yeah. it's, so it's a very, like, I've been thinking a lot about this because, again, my fucking advertisement feed, my Google Internet feed has been nothing but advertisements for this. And, like, them going, like, oh, but I'm not wearing this to this. I'm not doing this. It's, like, it's a very <laughs> different way of going about it. It's, like, yeah, let's accessorize. But, like, their accessories are, like, guns and shit. And that's yeah. the difference. And I, I don't seen, know, and, and, like, just... and, and, and like, like I felt the same type of way. Her, her coming after Wonder Woman and, and Captain oh, yeah. Marvel, talking yeah. about like this, this, this is like a, the, the male genre. What are you talking about? Yeah, I mean, uh, it, it's it's so ridiculous, you know, like the fact that you know. So even though these movies are about women, they put them in the context of feeding the larger comic book world. It, it, what? So the larger comic book world is only dudes, and only dudes go to see these movies? Are you kidding me? Like the, these movies, like Captain Marvel, didn't get to like a billion dollars worldwide by men just seeing it. You know like, how you many kidding? women Captain Marvel inspired to like yes. dress up as her for like a yes, Comic Con yes. or fucking like ha- or Halloween or fuck that Wonder Woman. You know how many like, especially like the, at my old job, how many like women I knew females started going to the gym to do CrossFit because they saw Wonder Woman. They're like, that's fucking dope. I want to be like Wonder Woman. Yeah. You know, there's a lot. In fact, if you even go looking through like CrossFit gyms and Marsar gyms nowadays, they had a, a huge surge Surge, haha, surge, uh, <laughs> women going to train because of these movies because they made women badass, you know? So who the fuck does she think she's talking to? Like, I don't even think she went to go see any of these it, movies. She, like, if you really think about it, she said that to, to stir up some controversy so more she'll put more butts in seats. It's 100% what it is. It's a marketing move. I I I think I think I think so too. It's 110 percent what it is. Yeah. Still though, it's like that's a bad marketing. Martin Scorsese, you know, the Marvel movies aren't doing anything. By the way, go see my movie, The Irishman, coming out in two weeks from this comment. <sighs> Especially from Elizabeth Banks, someone who was the villain of a reboot of a series that had like what two women in the lineup, but it was predominantly men. What? It's like. Uh, Power Rangers. Power Rangers oh. in, the, in the lineup. You have Trini and Kimberly. The rest of them are men. Well, it's so even yes, added a six. It's, it's two. Who's f- also a man? It's two to five. That's not really that bad. Man, it's two to six. Green Ranger. Ta- I mean, I mean, I mean, movie, I know. They, or is he? They, they t- well, yeah. I mean, you also have Zerdon. He's male too. Yay. Uh, and Alpha yeah. Five. But 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 yeah, like, I, I think I think with her movie, like especially on selling it from the trailer alone, she I don't think she went big enough and hard enough. I mean, if you look yeah. at the, like the two thousand Charlie's Angels like movie trailer, like it's over the top. You got them like skydiving out of like planes, like yeah. things blowing up with motorcycles behind them. Like they go nuts. They go absolutely yeah, soundtrack insane. Like Destiny, yeah, soundtrack like Destiny's Child. Yeah, shit. So dude, you have all these women. You have all these women like kicking ass and shit. And the whole thing about like men not, not wanting to go see women kick ass is stupid. I mean, I mean, like okay, okay, like like think about Sigourney Weaver's fan base and how many of them are male because they love seeing her kick ass as Ripley and Alien. Come yeah. on, are you kidding That's me? True. No, it's true. Are you kidding me? Every time she goes to Comic Con, there's a sea of dudes and they're like, yeah, you were a badass kicking ass and Alien. Fuck yeah. When they wouldn't go for Newt, you save Newt. Get away from her, you bitch. Like, let's go. Come on. 
talking about men don't want to see what like, get the fuck out of here it's, it's such a cheap cop-out men yeah. do want to see that kind of stuff because if you make a good movie good enough i mean come on dude i mean i mean like people like seeing wonder woman kick ass dude i, I it's think, not, I she think looks- it's universal that all sexes all of them across the board just want to see sexy ass people kicking sexy ass asses that's true. No, it's true. Absolutely. I think that's just universal. Like that's just a thing that everyone wants. To are you see. Are, you, are you like Zach Brannigan? Sexy ass people kicking sexy, sexy ass asses. Ass. Ass. <laughs> Give me so, my drink. So Zach Brannigan. <laughs> Kip, my drink. Go watch some sexy ass people kick some sexy ass ass. <laughs> but that's but it's yeah. That's hey, but it's, it's true though. Yeah. It's everybody. Everyone wants to see people kick ass. It's not. I mean, come on now. I mean, I mean, how many? I mean, how many women like uh, like love the women like kicking ass in Black Panther? Yeah. You know, yeah. and you want to talk about male dominated space. I mean, like so many women were like, yo, I want to be like her. What the fuck? Let's go. Yeah, I, I, it, it's a it's a hot button topic for sure. And obviously yeah. things um, aren't where everyone wants them to be. With all that being said, there's a fucking great movement going on so far and it needs to continue. And shitty movies like this are not helping. No, nope. not, not at, at all. It's, it's not helping at all. No. She just had a bad movie. People just yeah. didn't go out for you it. had a bad movie. Take yeah. one, Dad. I'm pretty sure though she said this because she knew it was gonna be fucking bad and terrible, and she's like, "I, I, gotta I think find it's way to the, cover I, my bases." I think, yeah, because who says it about your movie before it comes out? I, yeah. I honestly think that if this wasn't a deliberate PR move, that she ate into the hype of her own movie too much, and just over, like she was like just hyped it in her brain. She's like, "Oh, everyone's gonna go see this. It's gonna make a trillion dollars. It's gonna be great. There's gonna be." 12 trilogies and it's like no, still though it's like it, no. it'd be like if like Danny Trejo came out and said no one went to, no one's gonna see Beverly Hills Chihuahua 3 because they don't like Mexicans <laughs> no uh, no one went to go see it because it's Beverly Hills Chihuahua 3 Danny Trejo sorry we like you but not that much yeah. to go see Beverly Hills Chihuahua yeah you know it just doesn't if you know a movie's gonna be bad before it's gonna be uh, before it comes out you'll say anything to get people hyped to go see it fair and I think she just thought it was gonna be bad she saw like she saw the dailies she saw the act and she saw the action and she's like, I am fucked. So because <laughs> I led I led this boat. I don't I am federally fucked. I don't know if she I need to make people I don't I, like her career will survive. If she didn't say any of this, no one would have cared. The yeah. movie would have come and gone. Elizabeth Banks is I think she's a great actress, don't get me wrong. Right, but she got it from her point of view. Like she wrote this, she directed this, she starred, she did everything in this movie. So she's like, I'm fucked. Like I'm never going to be able to make a movie again. She'll probably be an actress, sure, mm. but she's not going to have a production credit. She's not going to have a direction credit. You know what I mean? It's like, uh, yeah, that's what she's looking that. at. It. Guys, especially the, 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 especially the, 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 the studio that backed her. They're just like, well, you want another movie to be, get made? I mean, the last one didn't do so well, Elizabeth. You know, she's yeah. going to be like, guys, I got I got a good one this time. They're going to be like, I don't know, eight, eight million first week. I mean, well, what's going on here? Guys, we're missing a huge thing here. Danny Trejo is not in any of the Beverly Hills Chihuahua movies. I know. I just threw a name out there. Damn it, Dave. That people, that people would know. Damn it. <laughs> oh, man. Speaking of Dave, there are certain things that Dave really likes in this world, and one of them is Star Wars. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Wow, that was great. Not even practicing. No, no, right? Awesome. Jeez. <laughs> oh, man, we're on point. We're on point. Yes. We're on point. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, speaking of things that are surprisingly on point... Um, Respawn developed a game called Jedi Fallen Order, and as a review in progress, we've all pretty much been playing it, and it is fantastic, yeah. right? Yeah, Dave? it is. 100%. Yeah. Oh, God. It's the yeah. Force Unleashed we always wanted both times we got Force Unleashed. Mm, no, it's not. No. It's no, 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 no. That that means you haven't played it, Casey. Yeah. That tells me you did not Casey play Casey has seen game. some of it, though. I, I, have wa- I have watched several things. He has watched things. I can confirm. You, you know, Casey's playing on uh, Padawan mode. 
because he's just watching. <laughs> no, but I, if I, I played I like, it, I would play on Padawan mode because I want realistic lightsaber combat where my enemies die in one hit. If you were, if you actually played it, you would realize there is no Padawan mode. No! Methamphetamines. So, uh, so I, I like that, that this game uh, has like Dark Souls gameplay, yeah. which is like, wait, what? Yeah. Never thought, never thought somebody would ask for that, but it worked so well in this game. Yeah. Well, also because of the story behind it. Like, and yeah. I, I was telling, I was, I was telling this Greg like off chat and like off channel was that, um, and I think same thing happened to you, Serge, and maybe also Greg. It's like you go in there expecting the Force Unleashed. Oh, I did not at all. And you die pretty much as soon as you think that. Cause you're I also thinking, did like, not I'm a, at all. No, I'm just kidding. I died. Anyway, so yeah, so let me finish <laughs> my thoughts. Several so, times. <laughs> So you go in there expecting the force unleashed, yeah. thinking you're going to be like a force wrecking ball, pretty much. You're going in there, you're going to fuck shit up. You already like know the ways of the force, you already know the ways of like the lightsaber, mm-hmm. but this character doesn't at all, and the gameplay lends to that very, very well. You feel like you're learning things over again, and it's just that 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 gameplay lends to it. Every enemy you have to fight a different way, where it's like, well, I can I can take these guys head on, but I can't take this heading head on. I have to hit it, and then like parry, move out of the way. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. or I just can't keep on spamming attack. I actually have to parry something, block, parry, then attack, then go in there. Um, in the immortal words and it's just, of a wise and Jedi master, you must unlearn what you have learned. What you have learned. Yeah. And, and no, so, it's true. Yeah. And for those who are not familiar, this takes place after Order 60. During the Great Jedi Purge. Yes, while the Jedi were hunted down, this guy went into hiding. He's working as a scrapper in an Imperial yard, and he is found out. No, he's found out, so he's got to go on the run. He's get He gets picked up by a former Jedi who wants to help rebuild the Jedi Order. Mm. So you're on this fantastic voyage to space to build back the Jedi Order, get on the run, and you got this badass Inquisitor who's inquisiting you about being inquisitive about Jedi's Inquisitor. I just love that, like... I just love this, this time in Star Wars, like this specific yeah. era, because so much shit is going on. Not only do you have, um, like, Anakin just really... Like he's vadering out everywhere, and we've seen it a couple different times in, in different movies and shows. But like Rebels is also happening along this time, so like you're seeing shit. Like like for those of us who've seen all of Rebels, the Inquisitors aren't just throwaway knowledge now. Like they're coming back, and they're fucking scary. Like yeah. when you're yeah. going up against it, you're just like, holy shit! Like there's a a scene, and this is this is going to be like a little little bit of spoilers here on this one. There's a scene in the beginning where you're running from the Inquisitor, and the Inquisitor, you get into a ship. And you're you think you're free, you think you're good. The Inquisitor jumps on the windshield and starts to yep. like force choke the pilot. And I'm like, why has no one ever thought about that in the yeah. history of Star Wars that I've ever seen? Yeah. This is amazing. Dude, that was so badass. It was like, yo, we're going yeah. for it. This is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Also, the second sister has shown up in a lot of stuff. Yeah. She's been in yeah. comics, she's been in uh the shows. Yep. The Woiks. She's like it's so cool. Since since the the other like the Grand Inquisitor died, she's kind of been, I want to say, head honcho of the Inquisitors or like first among equals. I think so. Yeah, but I don't ways. think I don't think that I don't think the Grand Inquisitor has died yet at this point. Oh right, because I think Rebels takes place maybe after. fifteen years after the fall of the Jedi. Right. Because mm. it's not too long before like a new hope, so he's not dead yet. Well, this isn't mm-hmm. right after Order sixty six either. This it is fi- seems like. yeah, but it's, this, it's, this is uh, five years yeah. after. Right, it's yeah, five yeah, years after, yeah, yeah. but the Grand Inquisitor would still be alive. Fair is what I'm saying. Fair. Mm. Yeah, 
But uh, yeah, we have uh, Beta Bigfoot in chat asking, is this game worth full price? Because he's cheap and might want to pick it up and drop some price. I would say if you have a PC, uh, get the Origin subscription. It's $15 a month. And you can play this game, which is $60 for $15. Yeah. And I think and I think it's, it's worth it at that price. And it looks beautiful on, on PC. I'm pretty sure it looks beautiful on every console because it looks yeah. great. Respawn oh, did a really looks... good job with all the textures, the colors, the effects. Yeah. I mean, oh, man. So I got it on PlayStation. Really I good. paid full price for it. Um, Likewise, because I looked at the uh, recommended sex for it and I kind of worried about streaming plus on PC. Uh, and also I got a new capture card. So I was like, fuck it. I want to take advantage of this shit. Right. Um, I will say so far, I have not beaten it. I've only gotten to Kashyyyk. Um, it's been worth it for me. <laughs> However, if you are not a fan of like the Dark Souls slash for honor, Bloodborne, like all that stuff, if you're not a fan of that gameplay, then this might not be for you. And like on that same note, like and why we had this discussion also when I first started playing this game, I believe it or not, I was not that big of a fan. I thought it was actually yeah. very boring, the gameplay and very just and I had a lot of issues with like textures loading and stuff like that when I first started up the game. Like yeah. There was a point where like Cal's lightsaber becomes freaking massive, like the actual blade of it. And it's like what and it would take me out of it um, or during cutscenes, characters would load and then the background or vice versa. Oh, damn. Yeah. yeah. Issues. Yeah, and that and that would and and that took me out of it like completely. And I don't know. And I'm and again, it could be because you have the PS4 Pro and I have like a first gen. Maybe that's the issue. Whatever it is, but it was only in the first level, like when you're on the junk planet with all the rain. So maybe had to do with all the rain being rendered and all that stuff. Maybe that's Mm -hmm. why. Yeah, I mean, there I did see some texture popping, but nothing crazy. Nothing. But like it, 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 it it took me out of it like hardcore. I really want to get into it again. The, it wasn't the gameplay I'm used to, yeah. which is why I say if you're thinking The Force Unleashed, don't think that. Yeah. That's not what yeah. it is. But if you want, if we, we want a game where it's like tactile, you have to think about the fight, kind of like For Honor, basically, where you just can't yeah. spam. You cannot spam the button every single time. You have to really think about your opponent and how mm. to take on your opponent, stuff like that. Then it becomes fun because then you're like trying to like everything's a puzzle at that point. Not only are the levels the puzzle. But defeating your enemies is a puzzle also. You have like four scout troopers and like two other stormtroopers like shooting at you pretty much. And it's like if you are star killer, you can take them all out easily. But since you're Cal, it's like, all right, I got to think about how I'm going to like slow this guy down, parry this guy, parry this guy, deflect this, deflect that, yeah. and just still make it out without using all your stim packs, without using this, without using that. And it makes it fun because you have to think that way when you're fighting. Are you not a it. big souls guy? I've never played. Oh, man. Yeah. Same. My first bit Same. of advice to anybody who plays a game like this, do not fight more than one enemy at a time. <laughs> Which in this, well, you, you kind of almost can't. You can. Sometimes you can. You yeah. Can. If you're good oh, at the game. Uh, I'm always going in like four or five at a time pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> Same. You, you can because in this game you can get a double-bladed lightsaber. <laughs> Um, in, in which you can do, in which it helps you parry easier and deflect the bolts back easier, but it's weaker than the single saber, which I like. So it's like, yes. so so you kind of have to switch back to the single saber to really defeat enemies, but yeah. the, you can do the double to like. But, I'm, uh, I'm a multiple single saber guy. I really was hoping, mm. and I, I'm pretty sure this is not a thing. Although I haven't looked it up to spoil it for myself, but I was really hoping I could do just a dual lightsaber kind of thing. I was hoping they would give you like all the builds I could possibly do, and then you just choose from it. But I, it's, it's True. not looking like that's going to be a thing. Um, yeah. but single for me all the way. Just, I just feel more badass. Like I'm like I like Darth Maul, but his his lightsaber never like did anything for me really. Mm. But I do like the balance of it. Um, this game is essentially I would say a combination of Zelda with the dunge- dungeons and the puzzles and kind of the exploration mm-hmm. pieces, um, Dark Souls combat, and 
like a like a little force unleashed, but not really. Like the force push still feels really cool. Yeah. Um, and I do like that they it uses a lot of force power, so you have to really get yeah. kind of spec out. Um, yeah. I have two major complaints about this game, and that's it. Number one is Which the are? loading screens are fucking ridiculously long. Yes, for me. I agree. Ridiculously long. So I've started playing the Seagulls Yoda song <laughs> while I'm loading Watching. just to kill some time. And also it gets me less angry at things. So there's, there's that. <laughs> yeah. um, the second thing is they cap out your leveling progress to uh, discourage grinding. Yep, which has been I learned which that is really annoying. That's that's that's, 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 some, <laughs> that's some Sekiro shit right there. Yeah, dude. Yeah, as, as someone who plays MMOs and shit is used to like grinding yeah. and shit, I was like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I see what yeah, you're doing no, here. Yeah. Yep. it makes you have to get good. It may, well, yeah, yeah, no, it really does. And uh, and yeah, c- 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 kind of like Dave, like by playing with this combat style at first, I was like, oh, this is interesting yeah. because uh, while I didn't think it was going to be like Force Unleashed because that's a game of its own, um, I didn't expect there to be methodical thinking of like combat in a Star Wars yeah. game. I thought, okay, I'm going to be able to just like, you know, hack hit and slash. X and so yeah, just hack and slash and run through and that's not going to be the main part of the mm-hmm. game, but it is. It's like a main feature of the game. And you can tell that these guys were big fans of, Soul, of Dark Souls because of the way like you have to like uh, traverse through the environment if you are on a corner there's an enemy like right there ready to jump yep. out at you um so every time i go around a corner i just hold up my lightsaber and guards so if anything tries to come out and attack me there's there uh the, the, the music is great obviously because it's star wars and they, they have the, the right cues at the right time the environments are, are gorgeous they're beautiful they are, even they if you're are. going through like an imperial tunnel yeah. the textures are popping like like all all of the the cloth work on on cal kestis the guy you play as um deflecting like deflecting like lightsabers back at troopers is amazing. Oh, it's like it, so it's so it's so rewarding for no oh, reason. It's so and satisfying, you especially when you, you do with yeah. expert timing. <laughs> especially when you have your double saber on and you have a, a trooper with, with with a heavy blaster gun that shoots out rapid fire, beep, 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 yep. and deflecting all those back. You're like, mm-hmm. ah, get at me. It's so good. Um, uh, Benny Bigfoot, there are orange lightsabers in this game. So so you do have uh, a choice of you different You can be crystals. Plo Koon as fuck, dude. Yeah, you can, have, <laughs> you can have orange, there's green, there's blue, there's even purple. There's purple? Indigo violet. I haven't yeah. gotten that. Have you guys gotten a yeah. dark saber color yet? No. Yes. Really? Yeah. There, 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 there are different. You can customize your lightsaber. You can customize with a hilt. Yeah, yeah. You can customize the, the switch. Uh, and there are different finishes. The different like finishes. There's like copper. There's like gold. Right. There's black. So you can do certain things uh, like that. And everyone who, who's not a Dark Souls fan, um, like I never played Dark Souls myself, but I find this gameplay very satisfying because, it is. Just like Dave said, you you cannot just hack and slash as much as I try. It's, sometimes. it's also it's um, not as the game is not as punishing as Dark Souls. I will say that. Right. It's a lot faster. Uh, unless yeah. I'm sure you put it on the highest difficulty. I put it on the second right. to highest. And I found Same. it to not Jedi be. Knight. Yeah. yeah, I found it mm. to not be that punishing, to be honest. Well, and, to be fair, though, like even though it's not... Again, I've never played Dark Souls. Yeah. When you defeat an enemy, whether it's like the lowest ranking trooper or like rat or whatever, mm-hmm. it's very satisfying. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You know, because yeah. like you earned, you earned that fucking defeat. It's yeah. like, I... Fought you, motherfucker! Like <laughs> one of the things I like a lot about this, and it's just uh, it brings me back to like the day is there's actual save points. You actually have to get to a save point. There is no like respawn point. Yeah, your little which bonfire is, meditation. Uh... Yeah, I and, I and I love that. Like before, like before we got on the show, I was playing this, and I was like so low on health. I used all my stim packs. I completely fucked myself up. I'm like, oh god, oh god, Dave, we gotta find a save point. We gotta find a save point. And I'm running past shit, and I finally found one. Save, turn it off, and got back on, got on the show. And it's like, 
fuck, it really makes you need to look for that. And I, that's what I miss about. I really want to see Dave play what... Dark Souls now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But uh, yeah, one of the things I like about this game is they have you have the new trooper, the purge trooper, yeah. and these guys are awesome. Like you have all different kinds of purge troopers. So like one of the first ones you come up with uh, uh, has a staff, and they're they're really cool because like their their armor is coated with stuff too, so you can fight Jedi. They're really just a part of the the arsenal of the uh, of the Inquisitors. So their sole purpose is to purge the remaining Jedi. Yeah. And they all have their own different fighting styles. Uh, they can go up against your saber, and they know how to fight Jedi. So if you try to force push one or pull one, like if you try to f- force pull a purse trooper, he'll stick his staff into the ground and kind of hold himself That's there. So if you try to push one, he'll like dodge it. There's one with blasters. If you try to deflect the blaster back, he'll like dodge out of the way. And and it was so funny because the first time I went up against a purse trooper with a blaster, uh, he shot at me with his blaster rifle. I deflected it back. He dodged it, and he goes, "Were you trying to shoot at me?" And I was like, "Oh." This <laughs> They all got hey, all the characters got good quips in this game. Yeah. They like do. some of those purge troopers just like fear me. And I'm like, what? They also they <laughs> also do Casey's favorite thing. And if you just don't interrupt stormtroopers, they'll talk to each other and yeah. just shoot the shit. Yes. Yeah. It's so fucked. Well, as soon as I heard that, I was like, ah, Casey. They're all they're, and, they're and all you, tag and, and bank. <laughs> yeah, they are. And and, and you almost you almost kind of root for them yeah. too. Like as well, because if 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 like well, when they're in a group and you're fighting the stormtroopers, like you'll like uh, you'll you'll dispatch one, heal another, and then the last guy will be like, It's just you and me. And then if he starts hitting you and getting you, he goes, Oh, I might win this. And I'm yeah. like, oh, <laughs> get him, buddy. Bleed, bleed him slow. Yeah. Bleed him out slow. It's like, oh, get him. Wait, get him as me. Wait, what? <laughs> I, I think this game. But it, it was, it was so funny. Really, dude. It does a little interesting twist with the scout troopers that I kind of like, in that they make them close combat specialists. Yes. Yeah. Which isn't yeah. something that, like that they've cool. ever really explored. Like, the only time we've really seen scout troopers, it's like, oh, these are the guys who ride speeder bikes and are hanging out and on indoor. You yeah, know, but it's right. like, no, these are, these are guys that are specially trained to, like, just hit you where it hurts while they have cover fire from their buddies it's pretty rad yeah yeah there's yeah. like i said those are the i have the two major complaints and that's actually a third minor one is i really wanted to dismember things with my lightsaber oh it yeah doesn't, doesn't yeah happen. that's what that is one of the big things from uh force unleashed that i miss because like if you're gonna make me be more tactical with my like slices give me the satisfaction that comes with that oh, taking yeah. Off a piece. yeah and there are a couple yeah. of enemies I mean, the that you can dismember but like it's the beast yeah but yeah. it's just like cutscene and stuff like that it's, it's like, like Je- yeah. and jedi outcast was like that Every yeah. time you'd kill an enemy, like depending on where you hit him, you'd lop off a limb or something. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, in this one, there are beasts that like get cut in half. Yeah. The horns fall off, but it's just like like or, not, or like, the first time you cut really... an R two unit in half, you just <laughs> right down the middle. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah, I was I was playing earlier, and this little uh, this imperial uh, astro astromaker was watching bitch. me. Yeah, and I was just like, "You're not going to tell on me, really, buddy." And it kind of <laughs> stared at me, and it turned around to go towards the stormtrooper. Like, oh, I can't do the <laughs> I cut him in half, and it was like, and I was like, "No." And, yeah, and the searchers turn around like, oh, oh, there he goes, blast yeah. him! And I'm like, ah. <laughs> this game's got it. a lot of fun throwbacks to some old games too, like uh, like fighting an ATST on foot is yeah. very uh, it's oh, it's very Shadows so cool, of the Empire, dude. which yeah. I loved. Um, that was and the, cool. one of the like things. I, after you beat it, the, the, the thing, pilot comes out of the top. <laughs> Little sneaky guy. One of the things I do hate with it, not really hate, but like I wish they gave him more like poncho. Uh, options. Ch- choices options. yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't care for the punches yeah it's like because you know it's at least at one point maybe later on he'll actually have an actual jedi robe or something i don't know but like yeah. a little bit better i mean i get why they went with that option but well especially with like yeah. um like force unleashed where they had a bunch of different like customization not customization but like different like skins that you could put on essentially and they yeah. all had like very different feels this one's just like i have a red poncho 
Now I have a blue poncho. Oh, and like with the with the Force Unleashed, like not to like really compare too much, but the Force Unleashed, like you had a new costume like every fucking level. Yeah, yeah. Because every level you well, need like a I've, new costume I've for that level. A new poncho fairly. I think I've gotten two per level since I've been doing it. I have a lot of. I think yeah, but not a different color. I mean, a different design right, right, altogether. Right, right, right. Yeah. yeah, and I think it would be better for him being on the run and like him being recognized because because like a certain part of the game you, you get chased by, by by bounty hunters that are after you because like the Inquisitor you in the beginning of the game you're you're found out yeah. that you're a Jedi yeah. and you're not dead from Order sixty six right. and the Inquisitor's like I'm coming for you boy. Um, <laughs> I shouldn't say it like that. I'm coming for you boy. Uh, yeah, but I think it would be cool if, if you'd find different uh, cloth, cloth, piece, cloth pieces or whatever on different planets and stuff like that, and you would get like a different out, and that would explain. I feel you, like you, you just want outfits. Kylo Ren's poncho in this game. <laughs> he doesn't wear a poncho. That's not a poncho. I know. He's, well, he's got his little scarf and overshirt thing. Yeah, I mean, you know, so, so, so something kind of like that, or just like you know, like a, like enforce and lease, like hand wraps and certain cool looking things. Not these ponchos, because it's not like like Red Dead Redemption where you wear like these cool badass like like Mexican ponchos yeah. that make you look like like an outlaw. Like where those are really badass. But in this one, they're kind of doing like a sort of. I get it because like Qui Gon Jinn wore like a poncho ish kind of yeah. thing. Um, but but whatever. But I like the game so far. The story itself so far, yeah, uh, is really yeah, good. I agree. Really I agree. good. You want to you want to find out what's next. You want to get to that that other planet. You want to find out what's in this tomb. You want like it's it's you just want to progress through the story and find it, it out. I, I want to explore all the levels, and it doesn't feel like monotonous or anything like that, or or boring at any point. Kind of like some other games where it's just like, oh, we have this whole big thing. Go to this quarter, or there's nothing there. Every quarter I've gone down has had something there. Yes. So yeah. I've been really digging that too. Yeah. Well, one thing I, I don't like is is like uh, when there's a puzzle for the sake of slowing down my progression because it feels like it's slowing me down for the sake of progression, and I'm just like, I'm not really a fan of that. I don't mind puzzles, but I'm just like, I, I didn't buy a Star Wars game to one fight giant spiders, stupid, yeah. uh, and t- and two like just do puzzles for the sake of me. I'll progressing. take a lot of dudes it's with like, a lot of different weapons and maybe a reek. <laughs> yeah yeah exactly yeah at one point it's just like oh here's a giant spider star wars go and i'm like what is this a giant that's not even like a star wars ish looking creatures one of the things i do love about this also is that you the fact that you can like jump from world to world that is yeah. awesome that's yeah. cool that's I like fucking that. cool that it's kind of like, like it's kind of like mass effect yeah. yeah i agree yeah, yeah. uh wait, what do you guys think of the of the supporting characters the the crew that yeah, you're I'm with forgettable the pilot's hilarious honestly. i love I mean, like the- what dude i hate the pilot more than anything else He's fine Oh, he's oh so when he mad. goes on his little rant about love, he's like, "Yeah, hey, kid, when you it'll hit you when you know it." I'm like, "Ah, this guy," but he's a lot like the he's almost like exactly the same character from Solo. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say that. Yeah, I know they, they they tried to make that guy, but that guy was actually funny and good. Yeah. This guy is also like, "Oh God, he's so, he's one of the, he's like those overly cautious characters who when he's in a downtrodden situation, like him being of low is supposed to make you like laugh, like like the uh, like the the former Jedi, the, uh, the the lady was just like, oh oh like Kyle Kessis, it's great to have you around, you know, somebody who's positive, and the guy's like, oh, I'm positive, I'm positive. If 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 I die, I'm gonna hate it, <laughs> blah blah, like- blah blah. And I'm like, oh, that's so funny, and I'm just like, that's great, <laughs> love it." Love it! It's so it's like, great. Like I was just, ra- I was just raving. Like, hey man, what, like, do you, oh, what do we? Why do we have characters hey man, like this? Like, it's, like, like it's, it's, it's like it's like the Finding Nemo fish. Finding, oh, where's my son? Oh my god, my son's lost. Well, and it's just like I'm in all these situations where I'm just like, oh, everything's going bad. My everything's going bad, and oh no. I it's really like, don't the see the similarity it's... between the pi- the pilot. Okay, so, so so in Finding Nemo, every situation that, that the lead fish was in was, was terrible. Even if something great was going his way, he would find some way to make it negative, and oh, that was supposed to be the the joke. That was supposed to be the 
the, the joke. Everything's were going his way, yeah, like yeah. he's about to find his son. Something was still negative, and that was a joke. And I didn't find that compelling sure, or interesting fair. at all. And they do it in this game too. Like everything is negative with this guy, or yeah. he's just like, oh yeah, I'm a really good pilot, oh, oh, whatever. Like 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 when they're about to, to land on Kashyyyk, and you see like uh, you know the rebels going up against the Empire, and uh, and Kyle's like, well, they'll, they'll you know they'll die if we don't help him the guy's like <laughs> whatever dog whatever look at this kid he still he speaks we're in the clone wars and then the the former jedi is like yep get us close down there and he's like <laughs> wait what yeah going down there? i don't know i like it and yeah, i'm like ah, it. it's funny i don't mind it yeah, yeah. it's, it's like, uh, i'm not getting attached to any of the characters because they're all gonna fucking die like let's be, let's yeah. be serious yeah. I mean, we, yeah. we kind of know that yeah. unless yeah. unless they have a part two planned out no but like i mean i feel like and i know this came way after rebels and they didn't think about that but i feel like there would have been some more references because like with rebels, the big thing was there was like a couple more Jedi left and that was it. Like they're done. That we're aware of anyways, right? There's like what a handful uh, in rebels. In rebels there's Ahsoka. There was uh, Yoda. Luke wasn't. Isn't Quinlan Voss in? Well, he's not in rebels. Isn't he in clone wars? He's on rebels. If we're going, okay. So yeah, there's Ahsoka. There's Yoda. There's Kanan. There's, Kanan, yeah. there's Obi-Wan. Yeah. And I think that's it. Do you think we'll see any of those characters in this game? Uh, if we see any of them, we'll probably see Ahsoka and we'll probably see Kanan. If we see any of them. I would think we would see Ahsoka before we I see would, I was. I wouldn't think we would see Kanan. I would think we would see Ahsoka. Yeah, I think we would see Ahsoka. Yeah, like just maybe even like in the background. How how awesome would it be if they did what they did in Half-Life with G-Man, but with like Ahsoka or like Yoda or someone where you just see him off in the, in the, in the distance and if you approach it, it's just gone. Like how how sick would that be? <laughs> People would be so mad because they couldn't interact yeah. with her. I know, but yeah, yeah like I I would love to see some sort of interaction. It's a big galaxy, so I don't think we will get that. Yeah, or even like I don't even, I don't even like something like maybe a Vader sighting. That would be really sick. But I yeah, don't know. yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens when. I think I'm probably about halfway. No, I'm for, I'm not as far as you, Serge, because I saw you were playing Kashyyyk today, and I just got to Kashyyyk. Mm-hmm. So oh yeah. damn. I, I took my right. time. Like, I was yeah. just like, well, what are we doing here? What's going on? And um, it does have <laughs> that same. The second world. And it, we keep on saying like Dark Souls, not just with combat, but with one of the important game mechanics where you have meditation spots. And if you use them and you heal up, all the enemies respawn. Yeah. So, they, yeah, they I, I really, I really like that. I, I like it's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, it's it's great for farming. If farming even did a damn in this goddamn <laughs> game. What do you mean? There's farming. It, it kind of well, does. I mean, I mean, it, it gives there's you farming points. in this yeah, game. You, you, get can, you can cut grass with your lightsaber. <laughs> you could. And it stays cut. Stupid. Yeah, you, no, you can farm the points, but like, it, I want to farm indefinitely and just level up the whole board and just go through the game. But you can't, so. Yeah. But so far, yeah, I would definitely uh, recommend the game yeah, to people because, I mean, like, the, the combat is engaging. If you played, so I would love to see, that's why I want Casey to stream because I would love to see a Souls player Play, like, like play this game. Somebody who I'll do loves Listen, Dark I'm Souls. I'm just waiting to, to finish game. Outer Worlds. I don't want to jump from game to game. One year later, when he's done, <laughs> I'm eventually. so close. I have yeah. to be close to that game. I already hit the. Level. The PlayStation Six will I already be out. Cap, guys, right? playing this fucking game. Wait, when, when, when nobody when nobody cares about Jedi Fallen Order, Casey will start playing this all game. Right. Listen, only yeah. all right, only because it's on the Origin thing, and I could get it for cheap. But I'm honestly, if there's DLC, I'm kind of tempted to get the full package. Yeah, you know, just because. Also, like I could see that game being eminently replayable. Um, yeah, yeah, you on harder difficulties and stuff like that. Yeah, I could see that. 100%. Yeah, but yeah, I definitely recommend people play. I mean, just just like the story so far alone is yeah. great. Like, I yeah. mean, uh, and the acting is phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. 
coming out of nowhere. Bro, Ian Gallagher from Shameless, Cameron. Cameron. Like he's so good, yeah. dude. Like they, like like no one. They must have like like interview. I mean, uh, like uh, not interview, Auditioned. but um, auditioned like a bunch of different actors, and they're like, damn, he's got yeah. it, dude. Because like when he's in those somber moments, like he really brings yeah. it out. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's like holy, like this guy's an actor, <laughs> an actor. You know, but uh, I, I I do think it's he's a huge miss. Joker, my, I know baby. this isn't. <laughs> Yeah, I know this is. Oh, we're not gonna talk about that. I know this isn't Kotor and the whole. I think the story would still work if you were a, if you can customize your guy. Yeah, it would yeah. still work, just like yeah. Revan and Kotor. This would be you. Be as graphically impressive because if you notice, like games that have guys that you can customize, they the main character sometimes looks weird or not as good as like the pre built mm-hmm. characters. Make it your own Jedi. Yeah, yeah. And also, and also, I mean, it's but ca- that's for them to it's figure. Also, out. This game is canon too, so like you can't just have like a you know. And you know, I mean, if he dies at the end of it all, then you could just have a random who gives a shit, and then that's it. But like, <laughs> like Force Unleashed, you mean? <laughs> I just, I just know that uh, in playing this game, you can't be a thick Jedi in this game. You gotta, you gotta be, be, you gotta yeah. be skinny. You gotta squ- squeeze fit through some of those spots. Dude. Yeah, yeah, fair. Oh man, someone who's yeah, if you're claustrophobic, like be beware. There's some some claustrophobic induced claustrophobia inducing moments in this game. Yeah, there is, and it's uh, yeah. Uh, speaking of moments in Classophobic time moments. in space, uh, Casey, there's something you uh, run up. Kathleen Kennedy, man. Yeah. Uh, Kathleen Kennedy. Th- she's hit the news with a recent quote from uh, an interview where in broad strokes she said, you know, Star Wars, it's not like there's a roadmap that's laid out before us when we're working on these movies. It's not like there's comics or 800 page novels that are out there. And I'm just like. But there are. <laughs> There's literally dozens of them, uh, some of which are currently being published in canon by your company. Uh, it doesn't really have me as up in arms as a lot of people, or at least I feel that I should be, because I've had f- I, five years to recover from the death of Legends. Right. But it's like, listen, you you caused this. You killed the original expanded universe, and then you're saying there's nothing from which to base a sequel trilogy on like give me a break well i think also what she meant by that is these are brand new stories and there's not much they can base off of for these brand new stories yes. but they can i mean that's didn't, and didn't they lucas write a treatment for a sequel a theoretical sequel trilogy at some point yeah but lucas isn't and like, it wasn't that yeah. great you know yeah luke skywalker time travels apparently at some point so there's that i don't hate it um just <laughs> uh, st- no, i do well, well time um, travels already a thing in the stars universe it's officially canon yeah yeah, it is now, but apparently the way he uh, or he had like a nephew also that would do like death sticks and some shit like that, which I guess is like Ben at or a point, super but. super great grandson who does death sticks. Yes, that's that novelization. Fucking yes, Cade Skywalker, um, baby. I love that guy. But um, I think that's what she meant by it. Like you know, like because they have these new stories, they don't have like something big to fall back on. Um, she could have really like double backed on it and said like we could cherry pick from what the legends that were there. Which is what they kind of did with some of like the series and with and with um, Rebels, mm-hmm. but like how our fellow geek brethren are up in arms about this, I'm just like shocked. It's like God damn, dudes! Holy God! I understand like the Last Jedi really, really, really. I took a shit in your Rice Krispies, but fuck, like <laughs> holy fuck, like it really did because like and 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 I, I agree with that sentiment too because like she was saying how uh you know there there isn't something to reference for, for for these movies you know like we don't have comic books we don't have 800 piece novels something like that and i think i agree dave what what, what she means is that 
Um, you know, when you have all these Marvel movies, you have Black Panther, you have Captain Marvel, you have like something to directly tie to your movie, like yeah. Civil War. There was a series, of Civil War, like Infinity Saga. There was actual books. Yep. So there's no actual books that says here's how you make seven, eight, nine. There's no episode seven book, eight, nine book, or whatever. There's no Ray. I mean, there's no Finn. Like, there's no Poe. I, I, I think I, I think that's what she means. She didn't say it like that, but I also think that's what she but, means. But, like yeah. there's no direct thing. Like when you're making Captain America Civil War, you have but that's so, like, their material you still have that this you know we've seen that there are elements from you know dark empire and the thrawn trilogy that they've borrowed and you know re-canonized i mean how the fuck do you think the emperor is still alive he's a clone you know or he's in a reborn body it's it's that kind of shit like i've seen it before like people like i'm like i've read this twice or and follow me on this journey Follow me on this bit, Casey. Yeah, okay. Or after Vader threw him down the shaft, there was a TIE fighter piloted by none other the greatest. I'm about to give you the shaft to if you keep have talking. ever existed. <laughs> Jar Jar Binks picks him up just like what happened. Darth Jar Jar. Darth Jar Jar. Just like what happened Dumb. at the at the end of Empire. And they pick him up yeah. and they go <laughs> flies underneath. They fly the off. Can you imagine? No, that's I can't. just JJ I can't. being a big so fuck bad. you to everyone. Listen, uh, like, just, oh, by the way. but but to say that there's not a roadmap when there is, it's like, like come on, there is. Like yeah. like, are you yeah. telling me that the so, Kylo Ren Ray relationship is not like a Jas and Jana Solo thing? Like that you're driving right at no, stuff that's already been done. Ray is clearly a Kenobi. Get over it. It's not happening, dude. <laughs> yeah. So, 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 here's, so here's what she said. She said, every one of these movies is a particular hard nut to crack. There's no source material. We don't have comic books. We don't have 800-page novels. We don't have anything other than passionate storytellers who get together and talk about what the next iteration might be. We go through a really normal development process that, like, uh, that everybody else does. You start by uh, talking to filmmakers who think, uh, who think exhibit the, the sensibilities that you're looking for. And I would argue that the list is very small. People who do really have the sensibilities about what kinds of movies and then he experienced about the uh, um god it's weird because like they're they're quoting her but i don't think they're gonna and then he experienced uh and the ability to handle how enormous of a job that is so we try to be as thoughtful uh, uh we try to be as thoughtful as we possibly can about making those choices i would argue that sometimes people get involved in the uh normal development process and then realize oh my god there's so much more than i ever imagined so it's pretty common that you that when you're working on movies you're not making choices and decisions that necessarily work out exactly the way you want them from the get-go so she does say we don't have in hundred page novels. We don't have any comic books to, to to reference. There's no source material. I think she's talking about no actual direct seven eight nine. But and and I see why the Star Wars fans are getting uh, like the hardcore, you know, like like um, uh, you know, expanding universe are, are getting up in arms because like oh like so what you guys cherry picked uh, Admiral Thrawn and that doesn't come yeah. from anywhere. It doesn't yeah. come from any novels and stuff like that. And the guy who's writing that is still writing more Thrawn books. So it's just like you hired the same guy who did Thrawn to do Thrawn a second time <laughs> exactly so uh, i think she should have worded that differently yeah, you know yeah. in saying you know like when they did civil war there was a civil war book there's nothing that for seven eight nine but we do uh, acknowledge that there was an expanded universe even though we said those aren't canon we blew those up because lucas was also not a fan we t- of those we took but the expanded all, universe still- behind the barn and just but like it's it's a no hundred percent. But there are still things that they can it's draw a, things from, and it's just like it's not like there's nothing you. It's can It's a draw no argument from. because like Civil War wasn't even Civil War from the comics. They just took the name and yeah. it was Cap versus Iron Man. They just took they cherry picked the good parts and it worked out right. And they made I it. Right. They, they did it better. <laughs> I wonder if that. I mean, it's not really hard. It's Mark Millar, but yeah. I wonder if 
like there's an over reliance on dis like dis uh, properties Disney's have has acquired on source material where like people just forget that they can just make up new things. I guess. And like mm. as long as you have like a a bible so to speak of the Star Wars universe which there should be and I bet I think there is by like all these interviews and stuff that I've heard you just follow the rules of the bible you can make whatever stories you want following those rules you and you should. should be good. Like it just it's pretty seems pretty straightforward it, it just seems like a cop out to be like well you know it make, it actually makes me worried about the next Star Wars movie this comment well, because yeah. now I'm kind of thinking like if if you're if you're trying to brace me right now with with these excuses, what is this movie gonna look like? Yeah, and also I don't know if it's fake news or not. I didn't pay attention to it, but there are reports of walkouts during early screenings. Wow! And I'm like, mm, I'm gonna read their judgments. I'm just gonna say uh, it cannot be worse than Last Jedi. I'm just gonna say. I, you know what? I'm true. gonna say uh, that's probably false. Um, only because there's a plethora of people that just hate these movies to begin with now. There's a plethora of people that hate these movies from like episode seven. Yeah. So no matter what the next movie is going to be, they're going to hate it and say it sucks and we'll do whatever they can to convince other people that it sucks. Or it's like a press guy sitting yeah. outside the theater and someone just like went out to the bathroom and go, ah, you walked out. And the guy's like, no, I'm just yeah. going to the no, That's probably exactly what it is. Out. Also. You're not in the theater anymore. <laughs> that's technically a walkout. It's like, damn it. Yeah, there's no way to like legitimize right. the story. So I don't want to rope it in there, but it's just like, eh, yeah. you know. Like one, but, I have uh, one buddy who walked out as soon as he found, as soon as he found out that Finn was not the force sensitive one. What? Really? Yep. That's dumb. Wow. Once he found out it was Ray, he's like, I'm out. I wanted to be Finn. I want to be the black guy because I'm a person of color and I want it to work that way. And it's like, I get you, brother. Representation matters, I get you. I-, I get you, man. But you know what? As much as I like my Force users, I have more respect for the guy with a blaster. You yeah. know? That's why I've always liked Han because he, well, he wasn't Force sensitive. He was just... He was a guy with a furry buddy and a fat guy, and that's and what made him amazing. The ladies, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, that's what made him amazing. So, speaking of a guy with a blaster and a fat ship, the Mandalorian. Hey. Oh yeah. my god! Like every people who don't even like Star Wars are watching yeah. this thing yep. on Disney Plus, and they're loving so it, dude. I mean, yeah. it, it it just it just feels like Star. It's not it's like it's it's not trying to be Star Wars. It feels. Yeah. Like Star Wars, it feels like the OG Star Wars, and we had Episode Two uh, that had dropped, Episode Three coming out, um, and oh man! So, what did you guys think of that episode with the with the Yoda baby? Yoda, I think, I think Baby Yoda is the greatest thing to happen to me in my entire life. Yeah, I, I think that yeah. everything about <laughs> the Mandalorian is amazing, and like, I'll, I'll say this: we're going through the episode, and we're already on board, right? And we're watching it, and for me personally, I'm like, I don't know how I could be more on board with this movie right now. This is amazing. Yep. It's got TV it's, show it's, or sorry, TV show. Well, it feels each, like each a movie. episode yeah. feels, it like, feels a like a movie. It is like a movie, yeah. you know. And it's funny too because everyone like makes it. It says yeah. like movie because it, it feels, feels it. like well, like a like a full like a full and, movie. And the crazy part is not to cut you off, Greg. Just to go real yeah. quick. Part two, like episode two was about thirty minutes long. Thirty three, only thirty That's minutes it. long. Yeah, but still, it felt like it was two hours. Was progression. It so there was character progression. But Greg, please, yes, please continue, has the Greg. star power of a movie, right? We have um, what's Pedro Pascal. That's right. As a Mandalorian, yep. we have fucking Nick Nolte in there. When Nick was the last Nolte. time you heard from Nick Nolte? <laughs> I, I mean, Ang Lee's incredible. Ang Lee's Hulk. Hulk. Um, you had all these. Uh, what's that guy's name? The the German guy, Werner Herzog. Yeah. Oh man. Oh, Werner Herzog. Who like has not seen a Star Wars? And. You also have none other than Taika Waititi showing up with that cameo bit at the end of episode one. Yes, I so see you're 11. There and you're just like, it's it's shot 
beautifully. It yep. has a lot of the like Muppety aliens, for lack of a better term. Uh, yeah, like kind of give the charm of of Star Wars. We out here cooking salacious crumb. Yeah, but like they, they treat it very like more like salacious. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. They they treat it very like with care, and then it's not just like a gag or anything. It's like they're there, they get eaten, and you see one like looking at like the corpse, a roasting corpse, rotisserie style of his like brother or sister or whatever, yeah. and you're just like, God damn! So you get all that right. You get this like Clint Eastwood esque story of a bounty hunter, a very Western mm-hmm. feeling. You get uh, oh Brian Posehn, another great cameo in there as well, showing up in episode one, and you're just like, what the fuck? This is amazing. They can't make this better. And then Baby Yoda shows up. Yep, Baby I, Yoda, I, Yoda, baby. I would call it Baby Yoda Yaddle because we don't know <laughs> Baby Yoda, like, Baby Yodel. Baby Yodel. Um, I Baby hope Yodel. I, I hope it's not related to anyone. I just hope it's its own like. Well, so th- another part of the species. There's time there. to speculate. There have been three Yoda species before this. Three? Yoda, Yaddle, and there's the third one. I can't remember his name, but there is a like third one. He was like orangey. What? Yeah, he mm. was the pink one with the really like really big ears. Who's in episode one in, in Clone what? Wars? Mm. He is not a species. No, 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 not him. It's not him. It's not him. It's not him. Hold on, hold on. Give me a minute. I fucking forget his name because it's not like it doesn't go with the Y, and it's not one name. It's like a dual name. But there's so there's three. I will say all three of them have been force sensitive. So this is number right. four that's been force force sensitive. So okay. I'm thinking whatever species this is, which is the biggest fucking mystery in Star Wars right now. Like, this is the biggest mystery to come out of Star Wars um, since, like, fucking, since Rey at this point. It's even bigger than, than yep. who, who's Rey. Yeah, because like, we, we don't know the race. It's never we been, never been said, It's yep. one of those things where I was like, oh, it's Baby Yoda. And then I stopped it. I was like, no, there's a gap in my knowledge right here. I'm going to go look this up immediately. No gap in my knowledge. Never mentioned. Nope. Mm. And, and what's funny, too, is ever, like, there's a lot of people who, who don't really know. And they're like, oh, it's Baby Yoda. Like, legitimately, like, they think it's Baby Yoda. Yeah. It's Yoda's no. baby. No. I want to say Greg yeah. is thinking of... The Yoda from Knights of the Old Republic. I'm gonna, I'm gonna fight them up, but it doesn't no, exist. No. That's not canon anymore. I'm gonna, yeah. But anyway, uh, this episode was 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 pretty good. Like all all the uh, <laughs> the, the learning to ride was pretty interesting. Yeah. It takes you know it takes uh, but like the best part Yo, I, I think well, besides besides the Yoda baby. Yeah, was um the the the, the Jawas the whole Jawa chase was yeah. hilarious, dude. He's like, "Oh, you took my stuff! I'm gonna kill the shit out of you." So 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 what I liked about the Jawa scene, like, so I was like, some so my wife is in completely enthralled with this because like she thought she she loved it, it was like like Greg, so that was cool. She was eager for her to follow, and of course like Baby Yoda comes out, and all of a sudden like her heart melts. She's like, "I gotta make sure this guy survives," pretty much. So when like the whole Jawa thing came out, she says like the funniest. She goes. These guys literally did the galactic equivalent of leaving this guy's shit on cinder blocks in the hood. Yeah. That's exactly what they did. Yeah. They just yeah. ganked this shit and just left it on cinder blocks. Um, but like one of the things I want to point out is like especially in the first episode, we first see like the stormtroopers. You notice like a lot of how their armor almost looks like it's like not fit for them. On some of the guys, it looks a little bit bigger and slender, or whatever. So I'm looking at it. I'm like, God, that's like really terrible costume. And then I realize, no, wait. That's all they can get together. That's literally all the armor these guys can find and wear is like what they picked off of a buddy because the Empire is gone at this point. Yep. You know? Um, and what I, also the first episode, what's great about it is you really get to see the Mandalorians, like, I guess you could say rules. 
You know, when you first see him, he says to the blue guy, I can bring you in warm. I can bring you in cold. I love that. So that means no matter what, he's taking you in. Mm -hmm. Um, And also when he's going through like all the people, all these bounties that are frozen like in carbonite, I think there's a female in there. So he doesn't really care, man or woman. He's taking you in no matter what. But he won't. (laughs) Like Deadpool, dead or alive, but, but, but he won't kill a kid. As soon as he saw a baby, he's like, I can't do this. We're bringing it in alive. He said it right there. I was like, we're bringing it in alive. And then like the IG-11 is like, no, we got, you know, it says kill. And then he kills IG-11 because he will not kill a kid. That right there shows like his humanity and his morality behind the iron, behind yeah. the armor, behind the metal. I was know? also a child once. <laughs> I wouldn't, I wouldn't enjoy being shot in the face. But still, Man's though, like that just that just says a lot about his character. And like now he'll probably fucking die protecting this kid, you know, not because it's a bounty, but because it's a kid. You don't really know, him. though, one way or the other, like that scene can be read a couple different ways because like he's not going to kill the baby yet. Like he doesn't know what to do with the baby. He really doesn't know what to do with it. And also you have that conflicting scene where they were like you had like the Empire guy being like, you know, dead or alive. It's fine. And like the scientist is like, whoa, yeah. We and he's like, I'm just this. being practical. Bounty hunting is a difficult business. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just I like, you're right, though. You're right. <laughs> uh, and Casey, you were right. He is, uh, is non-canon. It's uh, Vandar Tokar from Knights of the Old Republic. Okay. Yeah. But, like, in the, I remember in, him I, being I, a I, little I, yellowish. In, in the history <laughs> of Star Wars, we've only seen four, including baby Yoda. I, I, I do like the, the theory that the bounty hunter took the baby Yoda from possibly. Uh, the yeah. I'm That's 100% what I'm thinking. Yeah. Like who, why else would the Empire hire someone to take him from another group? Unless the rebels already have. Exactly. Them. And it would explain why there's there so many of them and they were somewhat coordinated because like they were all like like uh, able to, like, the ones on the roof, on yeah. the ground, yeah. they were all shooting the direction. They were like. Kind of, like 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 somewhat coordinated like like a ragtag group and they were kind of like almost all wearing the same kind of I have the colors this weird like I can't get the fact that those storm stormtroopers looked beat the fuck up and I know it's been five years afterwards but like something just still doesn't sit right with me about that mm-hmm. so like I'm also kind of wondering maybe if, if the like, imperial remnant is really imperial yeah that's what I'm really thinking if if it's or if it's just like. Maybe one guy. I mean, let's to be honest. The the empire was gone for like fifteen minutes, and Ewoks were straight up playing drums on the skulls of their enemies. Yeah, but so, like, like, <laughs> I feel like these guys with like beat up armor, looking a little skinny, not right. the worst place you could be for, as a former. Yeah, but like I always feel like the stormtroopers, like their armors were always like pristine, no matter what. Yeah, because that's just like they took care of it, and it's not a matter of like like missed resources or anything like that. Like, but at the same time, though, we don't know how many factions of the true. Empire exist right now. So there's probably factions that are like beat up like them, and then there's probably factions who still like have everything nice and clean and pristine and like. But like e- still even their like voices the too were not very stormtrooper. They're like a and it, granted, it's a different time, but like I don't hey. know something. <laughs> no, yeah, they weren't covering the frog. They were they were more like like more like Steve Blum esque is what I'll say. Did he do the voices for them? He, do we know? He did not. He uh, did no. He I mean he did the voice of the clones, which would be amazing. He did the voice of the yeah. storm, stormtroopers, but it had it had that kind of like Steve Blum doing like a bandit or a scoundrel type of voice, but like higher pitch. Yeah. So I don't know. I watched. I, I'm reading too much into it because I watched. Each, We've got each you each outgunned episode. four to one. I like those odds. I like those, those odds. odds. Uh, I watched <laughs> like, when, even when I, 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 I do. 
when IG-11 is trying to fucking like just self-detonate, he's like, no, we'll shoot our way out. It's like, yeah, motherfucker, let's shoot yeah. our way out. We're doing this, man. Meanwhile, IG-11 is like, what do you think I've been doing for you this whole time? <laughs> <laughs> That's the best part of the first episode for me. He just goes, dude, I, I, I love that whole scene. And, yeah, I love the whole scene where he's just like doing the whole gun foo yeah, against yeah. Uh, against these the guys. The gun kata, the gun kata. Because yeah. we never, we've never yeah. really and gotten to see IG-88 in action. Yeah. Or anybody nope, no. like him. I mean, yeah. you, And you know, some people have a problem with it being IG-11 and not actually the IG-88 because they're like, oh, well, why would you not show actual like bounty So you could kill him afterwards like, yeah. and not have it affect cannon. Yeah. Duh. Or, exactly. you know. Or is, or yeah, is he dead? Or if you want to do a character... Because IG-88 is a bloodthirsty fucking monster. Yeah. Um, IG-11's, like, they describe him as, like, a kid with a gun. And it's like, yeah, okay. Yeah. The, f- this, the second question he asked the Mandalorian is like, okay, we're working together. But, like, I get, like, the props. I get the glory. I get the, yeah. the, the, like, yep. the props credit, right? And he's like, can we talk about this later? <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I like <laughs> how, like, great. IG-11 is using, like, Imperial weapons. Yeah. He has Imperial Blasters. That's what he's like fighting with. It's great. He's got the rifle and what, a regular Stormtrooper Blaster? Like a D-11 44 or whatever it is? D-11. Is that what it is? I think. I don't know. You're thinking of Han Solo's D-11. I always get the numbers mixed up on these fictional (laughs) weapons. (laughs) But yeah, I really love what they're doing here with the Mandalorian. It's only two episodes in and everyone's hooked. Absolutely hooked. You know, it, it's not blasting you through like 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 anything like the movies do that, you know, there's some time to be developed. And I hope they'll continue this trend, too, because it looks like Star Wars is doing better as a TV series. We get more time with the characters. We get a bit more uh, development. And hopefully, um, you know, episode three will be be just as good. Hell, even like the last episode, hopefully well, it goes into it. Like, do, do, do you guys think that this is going to go into it's going to involve like the new movie somehow? No, uh, it depends on how there's some goes. theories uh, coming around saying like something left over from this will be seen. Is this going to be? finished before the movie comes out no then no I th- yeah i will no, say it, it's like a week it, yeah because this finishes on the on the yeah, 20 like a week or two after yeah right. yeah i would yeah. not so, i would not yeah. hedge my bets on on a crossover yeah i i mean and i i kind of like that that this way like i so this show is what the anthology series that star wars did for the movies probably wanted to be in all honesty yeah. like rogue one was great but then you know we all know what happened with solo I think that if they just contain this, actually, I would even go as far to say as I don't want them to do any more Star Wars movies just after this. episode no, nine. Just do shit like this because you have more freedom. You yep. have um, you can just make up characters as you go and no one's going to be looking for Luke or anyone in there. Like, like, I'm not looking for any other characters in this right now. Like, sure, I think you yeah, have the Boba Fett exactly. setting in the background in episode one. If, nice if, that's yeah, yeah. if that's I, him, I don't even yeah. think that's him. I don't it, think it that's could him. go either way. I can see either way. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like I'm really hoping like no one in this series is related to anyone else. Like I'm hoping yeah. no one's I the, the, the only characters yeah. I would want to see are other established bounty hunters because we never really get to see enough of them. Like yeah, bring back fair. Cad Bane. Why not? How about Aura Singh? Well, oh yeah, he was I'll, a cool I'll, character. I'll, technically, he died. Technically, he died in the Clone Wars. Do we know that? Boba Boba Fett kills him. When? So it was never. It was supposed to be in the last season, but it explains why like Boba Fett has like little like freaking like dent like on his head. That's much. the origin so for they, the dent. <laughs> yes. So him and Cad Bane literally have a fucking like. Showdown, Wait, did you say like, they never showed head. it though? They never showed it. Then but it, it was like rendered. It was in there. Yeah, but that like means that. it's so not technically. Canon. But technically, it did. But it's not canon. Happen. If they didn't show it, it's not canon. Yeah, if they, they didn't, didn't show, show it's like because how is it established that that it happened right. then? 
because it still might be in the last season of. Uh, well, until it like comes out, I'm holding to the fact that Cad Bane is like a hundred so years I, old. I would 100 percent like to see any ass. of the tertiary characters from the animated um, shows show up. I don't want to see any main guys show up, but like, I'd be, I'd be cool if you saw like freaking Zed show up or Zeb show up in like one of them or something like like that. Yeah, like, like, or Sabine somehow. Yeah. Is, like, is Asajj Ventress still alive? Oh, I don't know. I have, I have to rewatch all of this, all of. Home well, okay, so Asajj Ventress survives in the Clone Wars. She doesn't show up in Rebels, but there is a novel she's with uh, Quinlan Vos. Okay, like sometime after the Purge, mm-hmm. I think. And she, mm-hmm. and she has hair, but she does it. She is canon oh, right now. Yeah, I don't like that. Well, I want my, <laughs> my, my I want my bald dark lady hair. I don't like Ugh. that at all. Might as well be dead. Yikes! Hair. But yeah, at some point, at some point though, she does. She she teams up Quinlan Voss in a novel, but I don't know what happens in that novel. Uh, yeah. Well, mm. Wikipedia has a definitive answer, so yeah, yeah. I mean, Not like looking. this show definitely, sh- yeah, this show definitely shows that like like Star Wars fans don't have fatigue, as was claimed with uh, you know the fall of Solo. Like, oh, maybe fans are just tired, you know, and uh, like they're going to take a break in Star Wars. It was too much. It was too no. saturated, you know. Especially we had the last Jedi, then we went into Solo, which is not the case. People will absorb and consume Star Wars content if yeah. it's good. I agree. And I so agree. far, this is good. So, like, this whole Star Wars fatigue thing is just, no, if you guys make something good, we'll watch it and we'll love it and we want more of it. Episode two, and we want more of it already. We want to eat it like, like a good ramen. We want to slurp it up. We want to drink your milkshake. We drink it up. I think also what makes this show really good is, like, it has, like, and say what you will about him, but it has, like, Dave Filoni at the helm. He already knows how to write a show. He already knows how to tell yeah. a Star Wars story yeah. in an episode, yeah. you know. So I think that's what helps a lot. And also, like, just, just that he has that experience i, I think it's also uh, you know? format uh appropriate as well yes so like that, that's the other yeah. thing too is like solo might have been maybe better received if it wasn't a movie just make it a mini series like i'm right. I'm thinking of like the kenobi movie and it's i'm just, wondering it's just firefly but with han solo yeah like i'm i'm, I'm honestly <laughs> wondering if like the kenobi movie would be better served not like i'm gonna give myself less on here but like as like shorts that just show up before well, each star wars it movie. is a show well, it's 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 it's, it's going to become now. a show. Oh, it's a show now. Well, I mean, like even yeah. like not yeah, even, like, yeah, a yeah. They made it to a show. Half an hour episode. Just give me like five, ten minutes at a time of him just surviving. <laughs> oh, you're really aching for that five to ten minutes of? <laughs> but like, like, like Tarkovsky like, Clone Wars. The think about the atmosphere you could build up and the storytelling you could build up with just a short glimpse, and you're not getting too much. You're not like it's, it's less time that they could fuck it up as well because you know. Last Jedi and Solo are still a thing. Right. And although I don't think Solo is as bad as The Last Jedi, they just a lot of shit in there that we didn't yeah. need to see. Yeah. Like like the entire movie. <laughs> well, <laughs> I think, I think also for, existing. I think what and also Donald makes, Glover is Lando. <laughs> but what what makes also like the Mandalorian good is it went back to the roots of the original Star Wars where they need a story more than like the special effects. Yeah. There's yes. a lot of special effects in this, but it's not oversaturated. Right. Solo had a lot of special effects. Yeah. Well, it's it's now, the classic Brian Singer X Men versus Logan. If you really think right. about it, you have the big budget yeah. stories, and everyone's like, "Cool, this looks really great," but it's absolute garbage. Versus the lower budget one, which is more atmospheric and it has to be better shot because there's not yeah. a lot of money behind it. Right. So it has to look yeah. better, and it does. Yeah, 
Yeah, it, it does look better. The story, like, we're, we're getting a feel for, I mean, like, Nick Nolte's character, I, was, I felt more yeah. for that guy than anyone in the, yeah. in the new in the series. Yeah, it's like, it, just from the acting alone so, and the character building, the so world building, you know, he's just like, because Amanda was just like, you know, well, well, why would you help me? And he's like, well, I've, heard, I've never met a Mandalorian, but I heard the stories, and if they're true, you're going to get these guys out of my valley and yeah. restore peace. And it's yeah. like, oh, man, can, it's so can, good. Can it's we so agree damn good. that he used to be a really bad person and he swore a vow oh no, no dude no i'm waiting i'm waiting for yeah you know what i bet he is a bad person and you know what i know exactly who he is who check this out he's who? gonna be like a long time ago i remember the empire came to a place i once worked at and some swindler came in and was like, <laughs> everything's gonna be fine and before you know it i'm playing catch with protocol droid parts playing keep away from a wookie and i'm like where is my life taking me <laughs> I, I just have a feeling that this character is a lot larger than they're letting on. Yeah. Based off of his his fearlessness of a Mandalorian, a uh, his ability, yep. his he's like his this desire. is a cool novelty. He's just he's straight up. He's like I've never met a Mandalorian before, but like he's so so calm and collected. He helps him like ride a goddamn fish horse for no reason. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and especially the fact that, like, when the Mandalorian tried to hire him, when, they, when he put his shit back together after getting the parts back from the Jawas, Mandalorian was like, oh, I could use a, a hand like you on my crew. And he's just like, yeah, and, uh, and uh, uh, Nick Nolte. Like, Nolte, like, I'm not, yeah. I was just like, no, I spent a life of uh, servitude. I'm yeah. done with that. It's just like, I, mm-hmm. I feel like there's a lot more. And, like, he, like, I just keep on thinking of, like, the whole Western and, like, having, like, a cool badass samurai in that Western or, like, a samurai who's yeah. just, like, I'm out of the game. I, I can't per- I can't get these people out because I swore I would never do it again. So what does he do? He helps others try to like get his goal done. Because like he I, yeah. I feel like he, he has this, spoken. Like, he has spoken. And that too. He's just like, I have spoken. And then it's that's it. The conversation is it, fucking yeah. over. We saw the Mandalorian chop a dude in half with a door. Yeah, he shouldn't be afraid of this little little Nick Nolte over here. I don't yeah. I don't care how many drugs he's done. I've spoken. What I like about him, like the I have spoken, he only says it three times yeah. and it's enough. Yeah, yeah, that's it. He doesn't over. Yeah. He doesn't say it after every single fucking sentence. He says it when it's like I that's have spoken. Good, that, Either follow me goodbye. or don't, and that's it. Yeah, but like it's there's no reason for the Mandalorian to respect that, other than he's yeah. feeling something too, like he like a mutual respect. So and then well, they I mean, kiss. the Mandos, <laughs> the Mandos <end>. are, <laughs> Mandos are like very, very honorable dudes. Yeah. So I mean, he did save his life. So he's like, I owe it to this man uh, too. Not all of them. Some, not all at, of le- them. at least, there's, at least, at least from what we can tell, this particular Mandalorian, yeah, this one is for in sure. this particular tribe. Yeah. They're very. Honorable I mean, we've only seen three honorable Mandalorians, and two of them are related. Two of them are technically the same person. What? Yeah, Boba Fett's not that honorable, and they're not even they're, and they're not even true. They're not even true Mandalorians. Sabine Wren is an honorable Mandalorian. Well, they, so they are though, because Mandalorian is just the Vizsla's. Jango is from Mandalore. He was born no, somewhere else. He's, he's born, from Mandalore. Isn't he on from Concord Dawn? No, I think he used yeah, to be. That's I looked this up. Like he's a true Mandalorian now. I think no. I heard no he way. Wasn't. He I, was. I no, heard no, no, no. Oh God! It's like the New Testament, Hold Old Testament, all over again. <laughs> no, Fuck. No, 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 no. <laughs> am, oh God! I we're gonna have a, we're gonna have a crusade on, because of this shit. I am so sure that that Django is a Mandalorian poser, 
and he is considered no 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 he's no, no, considered no 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 he's an not outcast. a poser dude it's not he does the get, that's real thing yeah, isn't that, real anymore yeah that, that was a whole general knowledge thing that oh they're not real Mandalorians they they grew up from like, a Mandalorian yeah. raised him or something like that and then they just like stole the armor from somebody because that was referenced somewhere it's like oh like this I don't know where he got that armor from God damn. you know kind of deal well whatever yeah. then was, we, we've only really yeah. met one honorable Mandalorian. <laughs> So and he's in the show. I love how I love how they're building up the Mandalorian too. Like uh, when they're trying to uh, get 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 the spaceship parts back from the Jawas, and they told him to drop his weapons. He's like, he's like, I'm a Mandalorian. It's weapons are part of my religion. religion. And it's just like, yo, so yeah. badass. Dude. I <laughs> almost on, feel like he great. like he's just saying it. Like he doesn't actually like that's not a real tenant. He's just like it's part of my religion, bitch. No, he's trying to get he's trying to get like a sick day at work. It's like oh, it's my religion <laughs> tomorrow. It's <laughs> yeah, I mean. I think this show does a lot of things right. It gets us going, right? It makes us want more. It also has speculating. And it also has us revisiting the history and making sure that thing, yeah. you know. And, and that's just good storytelling. It's bringing yeah. muggles into the fold of Star Wars. It's, it's fun. It's a yeah. fun show to yeah. watch. Like, the first episode doesn't really have a ton of, like, yucks in it. But the second one is a laugh fest. Yeah. Just looking at Baby Yoda the whole time, just giving a little ghost grabber. And he, like, tuck- I, he I tuckers touch- himself out. I touch the boo-boo. I fix oh, the boo-boo. <laughs> oh, God. He eats a frog. He eats a whole frog. Just get get that out of your mouth. And he just do, you, do you guys, do you guys want him to talk that ever? Or no, I never want him to talk. I don't I know. No, I never, I never like want him to talk. He's little baby noises. No. I don't know if he actually uh, That's can. all I want. That's all I want. Yeah. If, if he starts to talk, yeah. I hope someone goes, shh, shh. There's a Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of not saying in more words, that's all the time we have for this issue of the Bad Cody Funky Podcast. Thank you, everybody, who's been watching live here on Twist.tv. We had Ocon in here. We had Stealth. We had uh, Johnny Shirts lurking. We had Soul Ghetto Guy. We had Ocon. We had Kitty Bumpus, Rutu. We had Sly Guy. We had everybody in the entire world who Mm -hmm. matters Mm -hmm. watching live. Uh, thank you everybody who's been listening on Spotify, on Google Play, on iHeartRadio, whenever we can listen to a podcast. We'll see you guys later, or we will see you another time. We love you, everybody. Good night.